0: Namaste, this is Maya Tiwari with an episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today, I would like to talk to the advent of ancestral trauma, the traumas we are carrying in our bodies and mind and spirit. Indeed, The way I see it, we are living in the century of trauma, now more disconnected from Mother Earth and her salubrious ways than ever before. For this reason, we are compelled to unearth deeply hidden traumas that are being revealed every day in myriad ways throughout our globe. Has the human species always carry trauma within itself? In life, two massive traumas we experience are imbued in the process of birth and death. But they are undercurrents of trauma that we carry from generation to generation through our bloodlines. This is why the ailment of trauma treated by present-day therapies render very little effectiveness. In fact, our knowledge of what lies beyond trauma, within trauma and before trauma is so limited and based on modern and dualistic sciences that do not consider our ancestral acquisitions. To heal trauma, we must first heal ancestral wounds. Traumas are deeply connected to our ancestors, their behavior, their activity and what they carried within their vital tissue. Traumas from thousands of years of humankind are imbued within the cell and memory of our own vital tissues wired into the function of our brains and expressed through a variety of configurations in each of our individual birth and karma. Why these ancestral imprints are also deeply embedded into the earth and the forest and their stories of those who have come before us of the native and indigenous people of peoples from Europe and all different continents. Their stories are told through hydromancy of the waters. Would it surprise you if I were to tell you that each and every human person on earth is suffering from some form of trauma? From the past. A past that is deeply buried in our ancestral bedrock. Ancestors are our greatest elders. Those of you who know of my work and study the education we teach, understand that the ancestors are with us at all times. And accessing their wisdom is in support of the largely misunderstanding of our cultures, within our cultures. At this pivotal time when earth consciousness evolution is on the upsurge, our top priority must be to foster awareness that restores ancestral memory and heal ancestral wounds. Today, however, I want to go more deeply into the traumas that are indelibly connected to our ancestral lines. There is no such thing as trauma, however it is invoked in the present life and present purpose that is not related and linked and tied back to our ancestral bedrock. To progress in our own human journey, We must heal the long ignored rift with our spirit world. At this time of living in the century of trauma, I invite you to connect to your ancestral history so that you can heal your individual trauma. You can know what these traumas are about, the root of them, the undercurrent through which they flow, the conduits from generation to generation that they have flowed to you and enlarged in the process. In this way, if we are to accomplish one thing in our time of global despair, global need and the resurrection of our respect. For Mother Nature, we need and can set the vibrations that ripple out towards our familial, communal, and global healing to be of such that we are all healing, influencing each other to heal our ancestral lineages that have created wounds and given us gifts as well. But today I'm talking about the wounds, the deeply embedded wounds that can become triggered or stimulated or respond to incidents that will bring up traumatic responses. You see, no trauma is set anew. No trauma has just been invented in our bodies whether we are facing a war, whether you're a soldier in a war, whether you are in an abusive relationship with your family or spouse, whether you are in a violent community put upon by people who are not aware of their greater ability as a human person, whether or not whichever trauma you are facing today be it violence or disease or despair, wars, battle, sexual deviations, addiction, so many things that are the response to trauma, resultant from trauma, already being in the vital tissue, the Dhatus, carried within, as I said, wired into the brain, configured into your birth. From wherever these triggers appear, situations that are untoward and exaggerated and difficult bring up our response, but they are not seeded in the situation. Our trauma response are not necessarily seeded in the events that bring them up. And if we are to go back, it's not even seated in the family mix either. But the family mix is a home, a housing unit for it. And then we can go back generation, before generation, before generation, before generation, they've all housed these incredible vitiations these impairments and impingements that come to play in each of our lives. But what makes it even more prominent today, what makes trauma even more evident as a collective trauma of our society, is the fact that we have alienated ourselves from the glorious, salubrious nature Mother Earth. And therefore, the cushions and buffers and protections we would have had in past generations are no longer there. They have been thinned out. And in addition to this, we're living in incredible times of commercial neophilism. There is no such word, by the way, I've just made it up. Where... Enormous generations of our younger people are becoming neophiles, attached and addicted to the gadgetry and to the digital world. And so what is happening is trauma is becoming digitalized now within the vital tissue, a deeper embedment within the tissues, within the memory, within the cellular body, within the minds, the mental construct and within even the spirit, and therefore it is so deeply hidden that it would be very much more difficult to unearth as it was for a few generations prior to the time of digital gadgetry. But we will talk about that in another episode because I want us to first acquaint ourselves with the fact that trauma equals ancestral history. And I think, in making this equation known, we are looking then to treat trauma very differently to its cure. Ancestors are the source of wound, but they are also the source of remedy. So in order to treat any one of our traumatic symptoms, we need to go back to the seed and the seed does not reside within us. The seed resides in our ancestral history. But we are the housing unit for it. So as we can come to terms with our greater family, we make it a familial event, but it's way beyond that. We make it a communal event, and it's way beyond that. A global event, and it's way beyond that because it's an ancestral event. But we have clues, and we have The history of the living intelligence that points us towards understanding each of our individual trauma to be formed from different fodder and knowing what the patterns of our individual fodder is about that's our trauma fodder as I term it just as in your individual life issues and traumas have not been worked out will replay The same is true with the unresolved ancestral traumas that occurred in our previous generations. If you're vaguely aware that these traumas play out in your life, constituting a kind of inheritance, in some cases as in multiple personality disorders or in uh, addictions or in sexual deviations or in violence in the home, etc., we see that these instances of ancestral trauma are highly troublesome. Personal issues arising from the ancestral past have a persistent and gnawing quality in that they are constantly in some way, in some vibratory energetic way pushing pushing against your lives, but they're not engraved indelibly into our existence. In fact, they're pushing against our lives because there is a vibrational yearning for it to be exposed and let go of and put back into the dust of earth. And that is what we do with the traumas from our lineages. Trauma roots often function as the hidden undercurrent in an ocean or a river. We may flow calmly until memory is responding to an inured signal and then it suddenly erupts. These triggers are the unresolved traumas we carry through the ancestral memory in the cells of our body and mind. We can label them as unhealthy undercurrents but in fact they're toxic seeds, but they're not seeds, really, because they're not seeded in us. They are living in us through a fluent conduit that links us back to our ancestry from generation after generation. So I don't call them toxic seeds. I call it toxic fluencies that flows The fluencies and vibrations and toxic energies that are flowing through us, we are the conduit. Trauma demonstrates itself in so many myriad ways. The misuse of power, dissatisfaction, health impairment, personality disorder, sorry. Unhealed wounds, addictions, Tendency to destructive habits. The stimuli or triggers are usually forces that come within negative encounters, abuse in a relationship, or facing wars or violence in a community, or what soldiers endure in a battle. It is said that a trauma trigger is a psychological stimulus that prompts recall of a previous traumatic experience. But you know, when it goes back all the way deeply into our ancestral roots and into our ancestral history, some of which are entirely untraceable, then we are not going to be able to do this so-called recall. And so that basis for treatment is already erroneous. But what we can do is we can pin the situations to the similarity of situations that cause us to erupt in a certain way. Now, in modern psychology, in certain areas of trauma therapy, there are those who would, uh, those uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, therapists who would promote triggering what they call similar uh, circumstances for the trauma survivors. But similar circumstances of what created your ancestral trauma baggage in the first place can only do more harm than good. I never understood why we would justify that as a possibility of more than adding salt to wound, wound upon wound, and bleeding the wound even more, why anyone would consider that to be a cure, or even a possible remedial measure, however short, for a trauma victim. As I said earlier in this talk, I look at all of us In the entire world, regardless of who we are, of being someone who is carrying trauma. And I don't like the word victims. The entire humanity is victimized in that way if we call ourselves victims. But we carry the fluency of trauma within us. They're not seeded in us. We are the housing unit or the conduit through which it flows. And recent evidence in science is definitely supporting the view that trigger warnings are not helpful to trauma survivors or to trauma experiences. Instead, it counter-therapeutically reinforced the survival's view of their trauma as central to their identity. Which I said was doing us more harm than good. Look, I grew up in the British West Indies, in a place called British Guyana, in South America, in a village that had less than 500 inhabitants scattered along the mangrove-fringed coast of the Atlantic Ocean. To the west was Cuba, and directly to the east was the va- is the vast Amazon forest, inhibited by some of the world's most exclusive primordial species. As a child growing up in Guyana it was a mysterious land layered with Indian harmonics, African rhythm and British hierarchies but yet I was fully aware of my grandparents and my parents experiences but I had an intuitive sense of their emotional pain. In 1887 my paternal Great-grandparents recruited by the British left Lucknow and with other Indians who sought a better life. Like bales of cotton, they were ferried across the many oceans on a horrific and violent journey where among many of the savage acts, men and women were physically and emotionally abused and raped before they landed on the fertile, prolific land of my birthland, Guyana. At an age of six or seven, I had a strong impression that my own innocence had been violated, even though my people never spoke of their past. Now, we may not, each one of us may not remember, may not know the history of how our people came to the land that they came or which savage wars they fought in, or which native culture their forebears annihilated, or if they were annihilated by some other strident cultures. But we do know this. The disease and despair are only an offshoot of trauma. Addiction, an offshoot of trauma. Deviations in our normal, natural, natural values of life. The aberrations of life that goes against the incredible cadence of Mother Earth and Mother Nature. Those aberrations are all part of trauma responses that we carry within us. Would it not be wonderful to know and to hear that we can unload these we can open our vital tissue so wide, allow the mind to just let them flow out. Because one of the most amazing things about the toxicity that we carry from ancestral trauma is its fluency, its vibration, its constant, its constant, uh, uh, the word, uh, vibrational intelligence to want to be free. Free of us free from our tissues and our cells and our memories and our buddhi, the greater mind. And so once we begin to recognize that through the way we respond to life, what we are looking at as the cause of our traumas, which could be the immediate cause of our traumas, not denying immediacy of trauma because they're called triggers really, stimuli and triggers, that which... Uh, Sends us into that erupted state. Now that, these triggers are valuable. But what is in a way comforting to know is that we are not seeded with these karmas. They are not vile energies just seeded um, uh, maliciously and malevolently within our tissues. They are yearning to be free. When we free them, we free our ancestors as well. We free free them of the burden that they carry within the etheric body of the spirit, but never mind that. We free ourselves and we free our future generations that we bring forth into the world. And by example and vibrational example, not even physiological example, by the acts of energy that spirals out into our world, we also help others to free themselves of such a karma. At present, I live in Cherokee land. It was inhabited by the Cherokee tribe for many, many hundreds of years before they were marched out on the Trail of Tears To Oklahoma, many died. And I can see after a quarter century of living in this forest and on this land, more or less, because I've traveled a lot and lived in other places as well in the interim time, how the ancestral trauma within a land can play itself out. Recently, in the last decade, as I have stated in other. Episodes. there's been such an upsurge of incredible ancestral trauma from an entire community that surrounds this forest. As if the butchery and savagery that occurred to the Cherokee people are, are once more playing out upon this land that bled for so long. So, you see, ancestral traumas are also carried by the land. We leave such an indelible imprint upon Mother Earth. We conspire with her and allow her to conspire with us. It's not the other way around. And so, again, one of the greatest care and cure and remedy for unloading the unnecessary ancestral memories that bring forth trauma into our bodies and mind, is to reunite again with great beneficence and love and kindness to our Mother Earth. We have done so many ceremonies and pujas and Vedic chants and peace work on this land, and yet, and yet, the deep trauma memory held within those violent years of the Cherokee people being marched off their land continues today. Just through a developer who wanted to own the forest, that have done had a team of hideous activities in my forest, hideous things done to it, reenacting again that trauma that the land had suffered and that the native upon that land had endured. And so trauma plays itself out again and again until such time as we address them. This is Maya worry. Thank you for listening. And peace be your journey.